It's possible. So we might as well tell them who we are again, then. Okay, well, I mean, I'm not going to tell them all the way. Just say your name. Uh, I'm Ali. And I'm, I'm James. Your... Yeah, so... Ah! Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so excited. I was really exhausted, like, two minutes ago. <laughs> Recording's very exciting. Yeah, um, you know, just like how Anne Hathaway gets excited when she raps about... Uh, she gets very excited. She's uh, got such a good flow. Yeah. Think about it, yeah. Like, you know, the fact that Anne Hathaway knows how to rap like Lil Wayne is... Indeed. Pretty, pretty I mean, impressive. Yeah, if... if she, she raps like Lil Wayne if you've never heard Lil Wayne <laughs> in your whole life. <laughs> why? She raps, or she raps like Lil Wayne? No. For a while ago, she raps like Lil Wayne. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's like when Gwyneth Paltrow was rapping to the NWA at the Graham Norton show. I think that rapping that Anne Hathaway did was almost as embarrassing as her film catalogue. What's a, what's a film catalogue? Princess Diaries, that's all I know. She's... Oh, fucking hell! What the... Uh, what? Sorry, I need to take this. Are you serious? Hello? Okay, uh... Pardon? I don't... Uh, what is it? One minute. Yeah, so, uh, sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> James's uh, girlfriend, uh, called, yeah. imaginary girlfriend, <laughs> the, one who, the one who stabs people yeah. and gets a clean CRB check. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the system, the legal system in this country is disgusting. Yeah, this is why I watch The Wire and get even more depressed. <laughs> um, anyway, what were we on about? Yeah, no, I, I thought, okay, fine. Okay, I thought lyrically it's pretty, okay, it's amusing. It's pretty funny, the video. I thought it was just embarrassing, but I really? don't know. I suppose, I you suppose didn't laugh. She's being, well... You know, her, she doing, was her doing a rap is funny, but I like rap music, so I don't think it, I don't think <laughs> rapping in itself is funny. I just think it's just weird. no, but but she done it because she done it. That was funny. That was the whole joke. Yeah, I, I mean that's why she done it in I the first thought, place. I just thought it was embarrassing. Anyway, if sorry, I know we just talked about Anne Hathaway rapping, but this is on Conan show. The Conan, what's his name? Conan and Brian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know, it's on YouTube. Just go. Anne Hathaway, Lil Wayne, or rap, or whatever. Yeah. But I thought it was personally funny. Uh, mm-hmm. James. Is a, a connoisseur. He's a, he's a connoisseur of rap, so he, yeah. <laughs> so he clearly did not find that funny. No. And you know, and if he, the amount of tension he held was something similar to how Gerard Depardieu held tension. <laughs> <laughs> I like how French he went when he did that as well. Gerard Depardieu. Gerard Depardieu. Yes, because Gerard Depardieu held a lot of tension on the plane because mm-hmm. um, basically he just wanted to take a piss and he wasn't even drunk. That's the thing. He wasn't drunk. I know, I know. It's and just... well, why can't a guy take a piss? And you know, and you know what annoys me? Because he's a celeb, it's news. But I bet so many people take a piss on the plane in a bottle if they had well, to. That annoyed you that it was news? Well, you, we all know the rules. You know, when the seatbelt sign is flashing, you cannot get up. Yeah, but why if you need to take a piss? Well, you can't. What do you do? You have to wait. This what do you do then? Do you want to piss on the other people then? Well, you, as, I think do you want me to piss I on think, the wall? I think they expect that most adults can hold their pee for 
uh, roughly the 20 minutes it takes. Yeah, but the amount of well, heft he has above him, right? Well, we, he's a ridiculous man, really. He did. But the fact that he weed on the floor and the flight got delayed by two miles. He didn't weed on the floor. He just weed in the bottle. He weed in the. F- they said. Oh well, people have said that he pissed on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot. I've heard different quotes. I've heard quotes from him, people on the plane, and what the airline said. The, pe- the people on the plane said he pissed on the floor, and that's why they had to delay the flight by two hours because they had to get in and clean it. Okay. I don't know, this is... Oh, and also they had to remove him from the plane. Yeah, they removed him and everything, which I thought was so stupid. I mean, they're completely... That's the rules, that's what they do. But this is what it's It's not a terrorist attack, is it? It could be, though. They don't don't know what's in his piss. What if he was drinking (laughs) gasoline before and tried to set the plane alight? This is all very possible. I think he'd be pretty pretty much dead if he had gasoline in his system. Have you tried it? I don't want to try it, but I'm pretty sure you... Also, I feel kind of bad giving terrorist ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking gasoline. Yeah. Do you know how drunk they'll be? (laughs) Might work. No, they can't, because drunk of... uh, You know, drunk... uh, They can't be drunk attendants on the plane. But then again, you can't have bombs on the plane, and people got that on, so... That is true. (laughs) So, these policies are... Exactly, it wouldn't come up in the X-ray. No, it wouldn't, and, you know, it's just... uh, but I guess, you know, everyone's got to take a piss at some point. Some people have issues here. Some people have issues there. You know, it's similar to, you know, like how Ridley Scott decides to take the piss now and remake a new Blade Runner film. You think that's taking the piss? Why do you think that's taking the piss? Because it's a classic, right? Have I spoken to you about Blade Runner before? In what sense? I told you that I thought it was boring. Oh, did you? Yes. Wow. I might not have told you that. I tell, I tell a lot of people that I think it's boring because I think it's boring, but I'm not... Then it gets very confusing because people say that the original is rubbish and then I have to watch the director's, the director's cut. cut. I don't I know, I don't know if I've watched the director's cut. I, <laughs> I know, I know, TV, I know. So yeah. I don't know. I know, I it's, driven, it's driven me mad as well because I don't, I mean, I've been looking, I think, because I, I watched it on DVD, so I can't remember if I watched director's cut or yeah. not because I watched it like five years ago. Mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think it's a great film. Uh, I, I think, think it's a good idea, really slow, slow-paced um, I when when I read like the news, like uh, really thought it's making a new Blade Runner, right. and people were like, oh, should he go back to it? I was like, no, because the first time it wasn't very good. Was <laughs> <laughs> my Irish? Was my feeling? He's such a dick. I, just <laughs> I, I am a dick. You're just like, oh, this is shit. Who cares, right? It's just like, but how can you say that? I just. But he's already he's going back last yeah no, last we week we were speaking alien. about going back to he just like yeah, I know he's but just we, run out of ideas. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But the Alien, I think there is something to explore. Right, uh, uh-huh. because I don't think they because they never. I mean, in the sense like, I mean, because I've never watched the third and fourth mm-hmm. film. So for me, the universe is not fulfilled, you know, and it's not going down the shitter. I've never seen third mm-hmm. and fourth. So for me, it's Alien and Aliens, and I thought there's so much to show in Alien. Mm-hmm. And Aliens was a completely different take from yeah. Alien. You know, mm-hmm. Aliens was pure proper action mm-hmm. kind of movie, and then Alien was a smart horror, you yeah. know, sci-fi thriller. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I'm interested in what he's going to do with Prometheus, because, mm-hmm. you know, okay, but we're, at the end of we're talking about Blade yeah. Runner here. Well, we but, shouldn't, okay, but I guess I, that comes into it. With Blade Runner, there is, there's so, Runner. You should, so many people ask questions about Blade Runner, which they shouldn't, because it's boring. But, like, <laughs> there's all that fan fiction. <laughs> right, right. People brought in a lot of fan fiction yeah, in yeah, yeah. books, so maybe it might explore that. Okay, well. okay, but, okay, first of all, Sharp about the one, right? <laughs> You're sharp, okay. But, <laughs> but I'm going to go, because what I'm going to say is that, uh, the thing is, Blade Runner is, I think the film is so definitive, even though they made like 300 versions of it, mm-hmm. it's like the ideas are definitive enough that I okay. don't feel like there needs to be another exploration makes, of it. I think it does make complete Whereas sense. Whereas I never felt attached enough to the alien yeah. 
in mm-hmm. you know I would you know Ripley the character by Sigourney mm-hmm. Weaver I don't care for her that much mm-hmm. like yeah she's there but I don't her personality is not that fleshed out in the mm-hmm. sense like oh my god like mm-hmm. she has these quips about her she's cool you know like a lady mm-hmm. she uses mech to fight an alien and that's all cool mm-hmm. but like in Blade Runner you know you had Harrison Ford's character and I think he had he had an arc and it's mm-hmm. an open ended arc mm-hmm. right and that's yeah. fine with me yeah, yeah. but then you have a you know you have a really interesting character Rotka House Android mm-hmm. and you know so it's, it's kind of sad and depressing but I don't, I don't know what you can explore I mean and the thing is I don't know if I trust Ridley Scott still I okay. mean I say with Prometheus because they got Damon Lindelof as a writer mm-hmm. and the cast is really promising mm-hmm. but with Blade Runner we obviously don't know who the cast is going to yeah. be mm-hmm. anything like that I doubt they're going to get Harrison Ford because mm-hmm. supposedly he was an android by the end of it spoilers controversial I don't think he was but that's not important I think he was mm-hmm. but um, you know I don't think that's um, that important no. I, I mean I think it's open ended it's something like you know, similar to Inception at the end where people say was it a dream or was it a dream I was like it's, a, it's not a dream I just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I just kidding he goes like no I thought I liked Inception I love you know I really loved it when it first came out when the first time I watched it I thought it was awesome but then I watched, yeah but then I watched it again because the characters are so 2D yeah. the action's great the story's yeah. overall really good mm-hmm. but the character there's not enough time for character for mm-hmm. me to care yeah. so when the second time I watched it I didn't love it as much as the first time mm-hmm. the first time it's like investing into like the Matrix you know when you're trying to understand yeah. the universe yeah. but Matrix the cool thing is it's got action that's unbelievable it's got mm-hmm. quotes that are unbelievable mm-hmm. whereas in Inception there's not really that many awesome quotes you know I mean at the end of the day people are still saying I know Kung Fu today aren't they I mean yeah, yeah, in yeah. every show you still see it's still referenced for a reason because mm-hmm. it was an awesome dialogue even though if people say it's cheesy now mm-hmm. you know 12 years ago that was everybody was saying I know Kung Fu is, yeah. is that air you're breathing mm-hmm. you know go faster you know punch yeah. you know all those kind of things and um you know, but Inception achieved that. Okay, I'm going completely <laughs> off topic. Uh, <laughs> as per usual. Yeah, as per usual. Uh, let's go now into trailer spotting. Trailer spotting? Yeah, that's tra- you know, okay. trailers. So. Uh, so first film we've got on go on about is uh, Carnage, the Carnage. Roman Polanski child rapist film. Oh, well, no, he's a child raper, so he's, it's not a child rapist film. But uh, <laughs> the parents could be, because the parents are Kate Winslet. Yeah. With, uh, Known to rape. Known <laughs> <laughs> to rape. Is she actually been raped in no, the film? No, 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 no. I, d- I don't know. In film? Yeah. Probably. Most uh, actresses have done a turn now <laughs> at one point. Just to get an Oscar, Oscar bait. Role, yeah. Oscar bait. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, who else is in it? A uh, John C. Riley, which we got by last year, like Jim Riley, is yeah, a John C. Uh, Riley, uh, uh, Christopher Waltz, yeah, and I can't remember last year's name. Um, oh, but she's famous. I just watched her in like, uh, I just watched her in Inside Man. So I don't know why I'm not saying this. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Yes. She's very famous. Yes. Okay. So uh, James, what do you think of the trailer? I thought it was. I actually watched it twice. I thought it was interesting the first time I watched it it kind of took me out I didn't know what was going on I was like why is it only there's one room they're not really moving it's just people talking and then I kind of like I watched I thought I could watch this film this looks quite interesting <laughs> I, re- I reckon it's the kind of film where it could either bring out really good acting performances or a stinking really performance yeah I don't see the stinking part like personally well, I, that's I, I think they're good but like if you if you play it badly and you're only focusing on just the acting, you notice if they would be bad. But I expect them to be good because... Because of the calibre of the actors. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, I, uh, like, you know, watching the trailer, 
first of all, it looks really funny. <laughs> like, it really does. Uh, and, you know, obviously, just cast you have there, Kate Winslet. I mean, I'm not really a fan of her. I find her quite annoying. Cause, yeah. Not in the sense, like, I don't. it's just a person in terms of the roles she does. She just mm-hmm. wants to do Oscar and drama. Yeah. Like, that's fine, I guess. But, I mean, she did do The Holiday, which is an awful film. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't even talk about that. I think I actually did watch it in the cinema. That's the kind of thing you would watch in the cinema. No, I think I watched the Girlmates. I regret that yeah, a lot. Sure. Um, on your own. On my own. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's looking cool. Like you know, she's ripping it apart, going a bit crazy, and uh, because I think it's a, like a bottle kind of film. Mm-hmm. Like yep. it's just all set in one place. Yeah. Because it is based on the place, so I guess that's why. So in my opinion, I'm looking forward to it, even though if Roman Polanski is a child rapist. But I know, and no, it's, no, it's no. kind of thing. It's the kind of thing like I would want to watch it, but I feel guilty. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't like to endorse uh, people. Oh, that have done crimes. okay. No, I get uh, that. Yeah, but I have to. You know, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, separate from the person that makes yeah, it. So, just like you know. a girlfriend, how she stabbed people. Yeah, and but then... she, no, that was legitimate. The person <laughs> had it coming. I mean, she only, he only called her half white and forgot to call her half Indian. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you're talking about someone's race, you have to get it exactly right. You know, you have to say 50%, right? <laughs> or actually 49.9. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm just going to go on about that. Uh, next one, considering we talk about race and how amazing white people are, yeah. machine gun preacher. Oh, okay. uh, oh. I, I think we'll cut it short. Uh, white men are the greatest race on the planet they are amazing and they will always save Africa mm-hmm. Pandora and the <laughs> <laughs> they'll say Pandora <laughs> and uh, the Indians from Instinction oh wait no <laughs> and uh, yeah so that's what I think of the film James <laughs> would you like to add anything on top of that that this looks like a film that I definitely do not want to see there's certain things about films I don't want to see if it's got Gerald Butler in it I don't want to see it if it says based on a true story I don't want to see it if the trailer is really fucking weird like this one I don't want to see it I don't understand there was a bit in the trailer where he had a um, a rocket launcher right and that was after he'd just built an orphanage so I don't understand what kind of character he's supposed to be playing he's like he's, he's a badass who turns good and then suddenly he's killing Africans again. It and it's supposedly based on a true story. What true story is this? Yeah, I just want to know. I, I'm pretty sure he died like after that attack <laughs> by the rebel army. Yeah. And it's like, this isn't his moment memory. Like, he, he's been batshit crazy. <laughs> so, uh, that's enough of that about poor people. Well, no, actually, next one is Trishna, mm-hmm. which has got Frida Pinto in it. Mm-hmm. Riz Ahmed from Four Lions. Yeah. Uh, Michael Winterbottom film. And I can't recall what film he's done previously. But, uh, um, oh, okay. something like Jude or something. I read it on Wikipedia today. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually can't recall at the top of my head. He's done some good films, I know. But anyway, w- you know, the story is basically, I guess, a love story in in, in India and yeah, wait, the modernisation. It's, it's an adaptation of Tess of the Derb- Derbaville. Derb- I can't remember. I didn't write this properly. <laughs> it's an adaptation of a book that I haven't read because I don't read books. You do read books, but mostly comic, comic books. <laughs> yeah, comic books it's are an, books. It's an adaptation of a of a book, a classic love story between uh, a woman from the countryside and a man from uh, the city, and how they fall in love. But also, there's a contrast between their kind of um, you know the life she's used to, the rural lifestyle, and his city lifestyle, and how. You know, the world is... It was written at the time when the world was coming more urban, but now it's set in India. 
You saw Taken what, from being in England to being in India. But what did you think of it then? Of the trailer? Yeah. I th- well, uh, I thought that I like Riz Ahmed as an actor. Really? Yeah. I, I don't think, so. think he's a good acting What's anyway. I don't know. Well, uh, you know, first of all, like in four lines, I thought he was the weakest. Oh, really? Well, oh, clearly. I think his character. Well, I think maybe his character issue, maybe, but mm-hmm. he just didn't. No, I don't think he was convincing in any way. Like, okay. in the sense, like, I don't know if he actually wanted to be a terrorist. Okay. Or he was just confused or mm-hmm. anything. Whereas the other guys are clear, like, you know, Wadge was really stupid. Yeah. So was Fassel, I think, because mm-hmm. the other guy. And then Barry was a clear, you know, psycho. Okay. So, you, you know, you had those kind of personalities. Okay. Riz. He was like a leader, but he was clearly, he didn't have a, he really didn't give me a sense of he was a good guy or a bad guy in a way. Okay. I mean, maybe that was intentional, mm-hmm. but maybe I think that was poorly done as well. And... Mm-hmm. I think his emceeing is okay. I, I cannot. <laughs> I know because all the Asian guys are like, "Oh, he talks like terrorism and talks to crazy." Right? It. He's like, "I really don't care." Like, I, I watched it. I know because he's got like really funny. Like he's trying to be really funny and yeah. really like kind of like very. Uh, he's got like a nineties hip hop to it in mm-hmm. a sense. Like he's very, very. Um, energetic you know mm-hmm. that makes sense I guess but like a Will Smith rap <laughs> it's a Will Smith rap with terrorism oh, in it that's taking all the fun and then, out of it and then it's got Eminem's got no <laughs> cussing his raps ooh I love that bit when Will Smith said that <laughs> idiot I, I, uh, I just want I just want to say why did he say that he Will, got ripped to shreds Will, Will Smith is uh, recording a new album neither <laughs> yeah. here nor there no that's true though and, yeah. uh, and uh, did you see there's a clip where he was uh, randomly on Nas's stage like Nas's concert oh, was that recently yeah yeah it was oh, a couple of weeks really... he, he just had his tank top right and he's got like and he's just running around the stage clapping and he just rapped once I'm like, why? Why are you being a hype man? And the worst hype man? Like, you didn't have a mic. It's like, why is Will Smith doing this? Do you know what Jaden would think of you? Exactly. <laughs> We're uh, promoting Nas. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but back to the trailer. Yes, no, yeah. uh, I, I'm not really interested in, like, kind of love stories per se. I right. don't know about the... I haven't read the book, like I said, but um, I think it looked quite nice, really. Like, I nice. kind of like it when... like. Uh, so it's set in India and India's like a place that I would like to see like it's got interesting things like the setting is nice brown people that. brown people you know <laughs> beautiful Pover- buildings poverty. and stuff different culture um, so it might immerse you in the culture but I don't really care about uh, the love story aspect yeah I would say the only part that really got me interested in this film is actually the score yeah. just scoring the songs like mm-hmm. I don't know I mean I've read the names here, you know, Amit Trivedi. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he is in terms of Bollywood. Like, because mm-hmm. I watch a lot of Bollywood films, mm-hmm. but I don't know who he is. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, sh- the other one, Japanese guy, he's the actual score maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did House of Flying Daggers, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, House of Flying, I mean, I usually find oriental music overall pretty interesting, mm-hmm. but I don't find it memorable. I think they kind of mesh, but I yeah. do find him enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But, um,. That's that about Trishna, I think. Mm-hmm. I th- so the next one I'll talk about is in uh, Texas Killing Fields. Okay, yeah. So that's the... Uh, I know it's got... Oh, shit. Sam Worthington in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so... Uh, what did you think of it, then? I actually thought it looked quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't quite sure when I first saw it, but I thought, like, this is a film that I could watch... Um, yeah, that's it, actually. I don't know, I don't know what else I, would, I can add, really. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Je- with Jeffrey Dean Morgan as well, like mm-hmm. the guy from Watchmen, uh, mm-hmm. with the comedian, uh, I think the duo looks interesting, even though I'm not the biggest fan of Sam Worthington. Yeah. And his 
I don't know, his Texas accent sounds a bit off, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's in a good way or bad way. Like, I mean, in the sense, like, it, it's not like he doesn't convince me he's not a Texan, right? Yeah. Because he looks like one. <laughs> he does look like does one. Does he? That's nice. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's got, like, he's got, like, a big neck, and he looks like a redneck, so like, two and two together, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, uh, overall, the story, yeah, it looks like it's got interesting action. It looks mm-hmm. like it's going to be pretty gritty. I mean, I don't think gritty is the reason that film should be good, but mm-hmm. uh, I think it's interesting for him to take a role like that, Sam Worthington. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think he's just taking insane big Hollywood films, <laughs> which I don't know how he got into. <laughs> like, he got Avatar, then Terminator, then Clash yeah. of Times, and they all made just gangbuster, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so interesting how he performs now. Clearly, he's never been the star power of those films, but... Um, Maybe his profile is now large enough after doing three films that could mm-hmm. be a, at least a moderate hit. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I mean, overall, I, I think it looks okay. Yeah. I don't know if it'd be great. Uh, the only reason I'm excited is because Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I like him as an actor. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, because he looks like uh, shit. What's his name? He looks like a guy from No Country for Old Men. The Spanish guy. I keep forgetting his name. Oh. I, I've forgotten it twice now on this podcast. <laughs> I have before we were talking about it. I, I, I completely forgot about it. It's gonna come up later. But you should go from New No Country. From Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. <laughs> I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. Anyway, um, so yeah, he looks like him, and uh, but just a white version of it. So I'm like, oh, he's talented. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, so that looks interesting to me. And actually, I want to go quickly to a film that relates to Texas. Well, with another another famous puncture then. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah mm-hmm. Because that's the that's the uh, Chris Evans film. Yeah. And uh, this, he's going to play a lawyer who looks like a rogue. Yeah. Uh, with the uh, suspenders yeah. <laughs> and drug abuse. But um, I personally thought it looked cool. Like, I mean, I, mean, I know he gets all tense and, yeah. you know, at the end of the trailer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, first, at the start it looks like he's having fun. Yeah. And... Uh, it, I mean, at the start, I was getting like a limitless vibe to mm-hmm. it. You know, uh, the Bradley Cooper film. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I would enjoyed that. But now, I mean, but it looks like it's gonna be too much of a message film. You know, like um, there was some, when I was watching it, like I felt like the trailer took me to different places. At first, I thought, oh, it looks quite silly. Um, then, you know, it stepped up with the dramatic feeling in the trailer. Right. And then I had a feeling that maybe it might be a bit too preachy at some point yes yeah. I think there's another one they said it was based on a true story or something like that based based I was watching it I mean it looks like I'm not sure if it's the kind of film that I would automatically go see because of the because of the Chris preachy Evans. nature of oh, it and Chris actually I don't think Chris Evans could I'm not sure how I feel about him holding that role, like yeah, I I I, re- I usually like Chris Evans. I think he, as a dramatic actor, I think he's really good as well. Because okay. not Captain America, but if you've seen him in Sunshine, he's amazing in Sunshine. Okay, like, I haven't seen it. Oh, that's the okay. Uh, I can't recall. Why do I keep forgetting every director's name? That's um, Slumdog Millionaires. Slumdog Millionaires. Danny Boyle. Danny yeah. Boyle's film, and uh, but yeah, I thought he's awesome in that, but um. I mean, I would definitely watch a cinema. I'll definitely wait for DVD. I think it's yeah, a that's a complete yeah, exactly, DVD film yeah, for me. I don't have any other part to it. Um, I actually forgot to add one part to the memo. It was a uh, Ghost Rider. The oh shit! You didn't watch the trailer, did you? No, I didn't. Fuck. Okay, we'll. Uh, um, we'll. So no, no, you talk about it, and I'll pretend that I've watched. No, it. no, no. I'll, uh, <laughs> no, uh, we'll pause in a bit, but I'll just go on and say that. Uh, so you watched Women in Black trailer, then? Right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
So what did you think of it then? Okay, I don't. Okay, two things I should I should say. Uh, I don't like uh, horror films. Okay. Um, but so I, I wouldn't see it ever. But I will say that I thought the trailer looked good. It's, I think it's a good, well-made trailer. You know, yeah, I invite people that liked it. But I think the film would probably be shitty because uh, <laughs> of Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe and the fact that horror films usually can be shitty. I, I think it's hard to make a very good horror film. Really? Yeah, I do. I really do. Um, I don't know. I I personally, I think, I think horror films rely on too many uh, obvious tricks to just. Yeah, I I know, but there's in this clearly, if you're a good enough director, there's some yeah. sort of innovation that I mean, especially because there hasn't. I mean, we're getting the ghost stories with paranormal activity yeah. and everything like that. But obviously, that's saying a modern saying with the whole mm-hmm. fan footage kind of genre mixed in. But this is going kind of old school mm-hmm. period piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's actually based in America because the whole narration is in an American accent. Yeah, they didn't... And Diane Radcliffe doesn't talk, so yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, yeah, maybe he is a shit actor, really. I mean, like, if he... I mean, because they don't show him talking in the trailer, but I don't know, because... But I think, like, he usually, like, he emotes pretty well, in my opinion. Okay. Like, with that, when he doesn't speak, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he's that bad, but I'm saying just to, for argument's sake, yeah. I think he emotes pretty well without speaking. I think mm-hmm. he does a good job there. And most horror is going to relate to that at the end of mm-hmm. the day. I mean, let's be honest. Most horror films don't rely on good actors. No. no <laughs> we, that's we, true. Through history, there's never been, like, an Oscar-winning... Well, it probably has. But, you know... No one's won an Oscar through winning, watching, you know, through a horror film, mm-hmm. usually. So, uh, in that sense, I'm not, I mean, I don't care, but overall. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, overall, I, I will probably watch it in cinema, because I think, because okay. a horror film, I think most horror films work better in cinema than they do, you know, than they do, uh, either at home, in okay. my opinion. So, I... Like I said, I don't watch horror films because they scare me. So I've never watched a horror film in the cinema because I need to have an op- if I do watch one, I need to have an opportunity to pause it and uh, you know stop being scared for a while, which is why I won't be watching it in the cinema. You're such a chicken shit. I am. So James, you know, watching the Ghost Rider trailer now. Yeah. Um, you know, number two, directed by Mark Neldy and Taylor mm-hmm. from uh, what's it, the Crank films. Have you seen the Crank films? Um, no. The Jason Statham ones? Oh, I think I've seen part of them. I've never watched all the way through. <laughs> no, <laughs> a bit too manic for you. Um, a bit too shit for me. Oh, I, I don't know. Ooh, okay. I, I can't really take Jason Statham seriously. Oh, okay, okay, you don't like Jason Statham. That's yeah. okay. I mean, it's not okay, you prick. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, um, what did you think of the trailer, James? What did you think of the trailer? You know what? I won't even lie. Like, obviously it looked like shit, but it the kind of shit that I like. Oh, okay. Like, you know, <laughs> it looked kind of like the kind of action, like, that I could get involved with. It looked it looked exciting as a film to watch. You know, and obviously not the best film in the world, but it's, I think it looked good. The action looked good. CGI looked good. could watch it. Oh, cool. I mean, same here. I mean, for me, it looks absolutely batrimental in a good yeah, way. Yeah. Like, you know, it's clearly like what Ghost Rider should have been mm-hmm. in the first place, yeah. rather than being that really tame and stupid It was film. shit, wasn't it? It was pretty atrocious. It was um, <laughs> and, but this looks like it's going to go, like, all out mm-hmm. batrimental. I mean, clearly, the action looks crazy. Mm-hmm. I love how they've done the Ghost Rider design now. Yeah. Like, it's a bit more edgier. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> edgy. Edgy. Ooh, uh, but um, Idris Elba's in it. Yeah, that's always good. That's yeah. always from good. Batman doing yeah. it, doing it for the kids. Yeah, Christopher Lambert from Highlander. Um, don't know who that is. Uh, have you seen Mortal Kombat? No. 
Have you seen Highlander? No. I don't know what other films he's been in. Then. <laughs> <laughs> because those are two films, and they're pretty iconic films. Uh-huh. In the shit way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they are, so... Anyway, what I was going to say then... Okay, so I thought it looked... Personally, I thought it looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I really am looking forward to it. I think this might be one of the first superhero films that will actually be off the leash in its own way. Like, you know, it won't look a telling story. It won't be a storytelling moment. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be just about these crazy bat shadows. Like, you know, clearly one part was where a guy shoots an Uzi in his mouth yeah. and he spits it back out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Second part is he pisses fire out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. You know, I mean, the fact that you have a... They're taking advantage of superhero at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, I've got to think about it. Batman, how does he piss out of his pants? I mean, he must have a pouch in the corner of his leg. I think he just... I think he just wets himself, really. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He has a yeah. couch in the corner yeah, of his just, leg, you know. It's like, you know, you, they, like Air Force pilots have it. They oh, can't, do they? Yeah, yeah, they mm. need to piss because, you know, they're, they're like two hours up there and you got to drink enough water, you know. Yeah, keep yourself hydrated. These are important details. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, I think that's enough of trailer spotting. Yay! Uh, so, James. Yes. What have we consumed? What have we consumed? Uh, uh, I watched uh, Die Hard. Ooh. I watched Die Hard and well I say I watched Die Hard I put Die Hard on with my friends right. which uh, sparked a which Die Hard was the best debate really? yes how? how uh, is that possible? I mean what do you mean how is that possible? because Die Hard was the best well I couldn't decide because basically I know Die Hard 1 is very good but I've got a really big soft spot for Die Hard 3 it's just because Samuel Jackson that's part it? of the reason uh, my friend <laughs> described Die Hard 3 as a weird buddy movie and I like the buddy aspect I love it. the but I personally <laughs> not I hate to I, I mean I didn't what? like to and yet that was his favourite really yes then your friend's <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> like I just gotta say it I'll bring my fast to say it. fucking idiot <laughs> but uh, no 3 is awesome right mm-hmm. like it is clearly because one thing I Die Hard 1 is is so it's, it's not completely based in reality but close enough it is close enough but Die Hard yeah. 3 is like <laughs> jumping down, <laughs> jumping through a flooded tunnel and jumping yeah. off trucks and catching subways and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. And doing all these crazy experiments and it somehow some somehow they all survive somehow. Yeah. And you know actually <laughs> in three there was an awesome scene where Bruce first has to hold that um sign. Oh yeah, uh, in Harlem, <laughs> which is, is awesome. I think it's a good I I really, I like that bit. Yeah and you know I always I love Samuel Jackson. Like, <laughs> I don't know how much I have to say that, but, uh, you know, he is the ultimate second black man. <laughs> I'm trying to think who's the awesome most black man. It's probably Will Smith. <laughs> he is. He's very black, Will Smith. He's very black. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, just a quick question. Is Will Smith a Scientologist as well? Yeah, he is. I know, they get everywhere, aren't no, they? No, I just want to say, his grandmom's going to slap him. You know, he's always like saying, my grandmama said, don't ever, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, curse in your raps. And then he becomes a Scientologist. He drops Jesus, man. That's pretty messed up. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not even, I'm not Christian, but I'm saying dropping a down Jesus for Scientology is messed up. But, you know, that's what the Tom Cruise effect is, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. So, so what, did, what, what did the conclusion to The conclusion come was to? that I decided... Uh, this morning on my own that three was my favourite <laughs> okay. followed by two but I don't know followed by one then two okay. then obviously four at the end you uh, really hate four I don't hate four I just feel four is very unnecessary and, right um, but he liked two the most okay 
So, yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what have you what, consumed, Danny? Is there anything else? That's you, it, that's all I consume. You just watch Die Hard. I watch Die Hard and then I spend the rest of the time, you know, at uni or watching football or asleep. That's oh, so, yeah, let's talk about football. We'll talk about football when I finish off. How okay, about that? Yeah, okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so, first thing I want to talk about is a documentary called um, Crime by Heart. Yeah. It's a... Yeah, it's uh, it's rec- it was just released on in uh, HBO, and uh, yeah, I thought the documentary was pretty good. It's basically, Crown by Heart is basically kids from basically from age seven to twenty five compete in the world competition of where you have to recite the Quran by heart without reading anything, and you have to say the correct way. Okay. And it's held in Cairo in Egypt, um, and it's kind of. Have you ever heard seen that called documentary Spellbound? You must have oh, seen, yeah, I yeah the spelling yeah. bee one, right? Yeah. So it's exactly like that. Like the feeling is very similar. You okay. know, they follow the kids. Kids uh-huh. are all sweet and a bit eccentric. Yeah. No, actually, there's no eccentricity because they usually interview in front of their parents. And parents, <laughs> no, parents actually are not that strict. There's only one oh, parent okay. who's really strict and a kind of a dick. <laughs> but um, so what? They have to just they ask them to recite. Certain, yeah, certain parts. Okay. Yeah, and they got to say it a certain way, and it's really interesting. Like. Um, like a kid, like a kid from Tajikistan. Yeah. He knows, like, he's probably got the best memory. Yeah. But his pronunciation isn't mm-hmm. perfect. Like, yeah. it's good, it's really good, but yeah. it's not the the accepted way mm-hmm. of doing it. And um, and it's just like they, they have judges who do it. And the interesting thing is, there's a lady in the back as well who's not Muslim, but she's like the world-renowned, like... Uh, expert of how people recite the Quran. Yeah, okay. So she's like a like a he's like an expert in linguistics. <laughs> yeah. Specific Quran. So it's really interesting in that sense. Um and overall, you know, you have people coming all over from well, you have from Australia and you have it and it's holding Ramadan as well, so it's mm-hmm. kind of convenient that I'm talking about it now. Yeah. Um you know but just, I, I would say definitely anyone, I, I don't think you have to be religious to watch it in any yeah. way. I think it's just a really interesting documentary overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think, the di- I think the director does a great job of uh, presenting Muslims in a pretty decent light. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some parts that are like, I don't want to ruin it. I think they should watch it for yourself. Yeah. But, and you can interpret yourself. But, um, you know, in my opinion, I don't. I mean, I think this shows some good sides of the Islamic part. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, overall, I thought it was really good. Uh, it's quite in, just enjoyable, and but I'd say someone who you know, li- you know, you listen to me talk about. It, I think another interesting part is uh, read the AV Club review. Yeah, okay. Uh, because it, there's some parts that really annoyed me and pissed me off in the review. Like, in the review, because there's one part where one the reviewer says that these kids don't know what they're saying. I mean, that's true, right? Yeah. So they don't know Arabic, but they recite the Quran. Yeah. So I understand that, but what he's saying, then he says in bracket, and uh, it's pretty, you know, how scary... No, he says something on around the lines. I, I want to quote it, but I can't be asked to search yeah. right now. But basically he says in the line of something like, these kids don't know what they're saying, this is really bad. Like, this is yeah. shocking, this is dangerous or something. Mm-hmm. And that really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Like, First of all, you don't know what they're saying either. Yeah. Like in the Quran, so you can't make that judgment. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, terrorism does not come from the Quran in any way. So, mm-hmm. um, again, it's those kind of stupid stupid people you have that annoys me, you know, when Americans just commentate on what Quran is, you know. Because yeah. obviously, they, most Americans have a, like a 
connection to the Bible and mm-hmm. everyone who interprets the Bible, you know, either is crazy or... Because obviously, the problem with the Bible is there's a lot of metaphors and yeah, yeah. like in Texas, you know, they said dance with the serpent and yeah. some people dance with the serpent. <laughs> it doesn't mean that's all of Christianity. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, but obviously, atheists or, you know, people who just think religion's a joke would mm-hmm. use that as a mm-hmm. weapon to... Um, mock the religion but anyway um, so overall I thought that was uh, that was a really good documentary uh, so I'm going to go over the other ones quickly Lemony Snicket's uh, A Series of Unfortunate Events that's a Jim Carrey film okay, and yeah. it's got Emily Browning who was recently Sucker Punch mm-hmm. uh, it's an awesome film you know really good it's a really good kids film okay. and, no, overall it's a really good film it's pretty dark but it's really just fun to watch mm-hmm. I mean it's not really funny but it's really it's just like this, Jim Carrey does a good comedic performance, but overall, I thought it was a really entertaining film to watch. Uh, another, another film I watched was Inside Man, the Spike Lee film, okay. with uh, Clive Owen mm-hmm. and uh, Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. Jodie Foster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, um, I thought it was really, I thought it was really good. Uh, you know, it's the bank heist film and. Mm-hmm. You, the way it's directed everything it's probably one of the best directions I've seen from Spike Lee yeah. like in terms of how he works I guess because well there's not me- oh there's only one message even Sikh people are not Muslims <laughs> <laughs> because it's a bit where they uh, the SWAT thinks that the Sikh guy's Arab which is so I mean it's pretty uh, you know pretty obvious like it wasn't very subtly done yeah. in the film but I think Americans need that because <laughs> they don't fucking understand the word like what it is they're probably still thinking that guy's an Arab when they come out of <laughs> so uh, yeah really awesome another film which was Orphan uh, it's got oh god it's got Vera Farmiga in it I like her mm-hmm. and um, yeah I thought it was a really good film it's um, yeah it's not that scary I just thought it was really interesting the twist was actually kind of funny yeah and uh, I, I, like I, I think it's not a waste to watch uh, definitely a film to watch at night with your friends or anyone just yeah it's an interesting watch uh, a similar film I watched was uh, and, you know, Orphans about the adopted child and it turns out to be evil okay and <gasps> Joshua is similar but the kid's not adopted he's just born as a dick <laughs> and, uh, you kind of see it's, pretty, it's very psychological mm-hmm. and there's not a massive payoff at the end. It's a very slow burn film. Yeah. And it's also, it's got Sam Rockwell in it and Vera Farmiga again. So, mm-hmm. clearly she likes her mother evil bastards. Mm. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's really well done. I think it, the, the the interactions and everything and how everything plays out is really well done. Again, the ending isn't that, uh, you know, that awesome in the sense like but I don't think people should feel let down by that I think people should check it out because it came on film 4 so I was watching it yep. during the Fright Fest right now mm-hmm. um, I think that's about it for me uh, I think we should just quickly then mention the whole uh, what we're we on about football <laughs> yeah football yeah. so uh, we watched that team basically get humiliated uh, I wouldn't say I mean it was dude they had more possession than us that's not that's uh, humiliated. Like, that's humiliated. That, if if Fring Pong hadn't got sent off, yeah, but that's prior to that. Still. Yeah, but that, oh, great! That's a that's a great. <laughs> that's a no, great no, 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 I don't think I'm not saying it's a great ambition. Like, obviously, we're shit. Yeah. But like, I'm just saying, humiliation. No, shit. Yes, uh-huh. there's a lot to be worried about. But I think we're gonna be further humiliated when Nazri leaves. Uh, you know, because if he leaves. I think he's gonna leave. I mean, he's he clearly knows he's a sinking ship now. 
The, prob- the only problem is that because we've got fuck all midfielders. Yeah, because now Frimpong's okay. gone as well yeah. now, so yeah. we don't have any. Oh, yeah, against Man United, we're going to have to get dicked on. Yeah. Probably be a nice 4 0 bashing. I'm really pessimistic, you know that. You so. are. I hope maybe we'll, against all odds, we'll smash them. No. <laughs> uh, that's enough of us Arsenal, you know, kind of saying the shit. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take a little break and come back with our top five films of the year so far, yeah. which is the year 2011. That if is the, the year if that you're is. listening in future years. Yes, anyway. back to our final segment instead of a review we're going to do a top five of the year so far yeah i mean even though it's not it's past halfway it's just because uh you know the summer season basically ended mm-hmm. i thought let's incorporate all of that yeah and then kind of judge it rather mm-hmm. than doing the middle of june when other awesome films are coming out mm-hmm. and uh yeah so okay james you want to go with your number five but my number five your okay. number five. so this is the top film Top my top five films that I've seen. By the way, there's lots of films that I haven't seen. Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, just to you know, <laughs> the best film I've seen is Super Eight. You know, not seen. <laughs> um, yeah. So my number five is uh, the In Betweeners film. You seen it? Yeah, saw it. You wanker! I had to. You see didn't. It. You. I couldn't watch it with you. No, because I saw it at a win. So it was really funny. It was. It was very. It's like watching a long episode of The In Betweeners. Really. But, was, but I know I, some reviews gave it two stars, some gave it four stars. Oh, really? So I was like, oh, I don't know. So uh, I think that's it why. just depends if you like In Betweeners. I'm kind of hurt right now. Oh, but you're gonna see it still anyway, though. I don't know, but I'm kind of hurt right now. I'm just saying I'm hurt, James. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm just fucking hurt. But uh, all right. Well, so what else do you want to just say? Like what? what what I mean, I know you're saying that in between as you watched it, but some people who haven't seen in between as, what do you think of it then? So basically, I I think I like the film. It's just a load of funny in between easy type uh, moments. They do change the writing up a little bit more for it to be a film. Right. So it's not a straight episode watching. There are some uh, cinematic parts that make it more like you're watching a film. But the feeling is still very in-betweenery, very British, uh, but mostly fun, open. They don't take themselves too seriously, obviously, because it's in the in-betweeners, and they give you belly laughs uh, in the normal in-between away. Right. Uh, not so many catchphrases as in the episodes. No, you're not your classic clunge line. No, 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 no they, they say clunge, but they, yeah, they, it's just such an awful. There's a lot of visual, ju- <laughs> visual like, gags. Okay, that's okay. good. Um, I've got to say, like one thing is you've got like a massive. Uh, it was a massive hit on the UK box office. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went. Um, the cinema was packed. Yeah, like absolutely. Packed. I'm surprised by that because I don't think the TV ratings are that massive. I though. was surprised as well. The TV ratings are. I think it's kind of big for the time slot it puts it in because they always start it on E4. Yeah, at quite late at night on like a weekday. So, so 11 yeah, on the Thursdays, you're not really going to get. Yeah, it's because it's trying to like I think only a million or two million watch it, which is. I mean, that's a lot for cable anyway in yeah, the UK. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm so surprised, like, overall, like, because it made, like, 30 million or something, I read yeah. on Twitter. It was 30 million quid. Mm-hmm. Like, in America, that's 20 million dollars on the box office. Yeah. That's a big hit for a film mm-hmm. that barely cost anything, I bet, yeah. to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, that's the other thing. What do you think of the production values? I mean, I haven't seen the film. So does it look like a TV sh- movie, or does it look like a film? I just want to know. I'm I think curious. it looks like, I think it looks more filmy than the series, but right. not completely like a film. Okay. Not completely. It, <laughs> that uh, that's the best I could do. Okay, cool. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to talk about films that we have spoken the podcast about. Uh, so unlike James, yeah, but you have to be. You've done more podcasts, obviously. No, no, but actually, some of them, most of them, are probably the ones I've seen with you. Uh, not really, not really. Uh, Sorry, okay. too. But uh, number five yeah. is Senna. Okay. Uh, we've talked about it. I think it was what two episodes ago or last episode. There's two episodes yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. So I just want to quickly say the documentary about mm-hmm. Ayrton Senna is just completely thrilling. Like I, Every time I think about Senna, mm-hmm. I just keep imagining the part where you know it's showing the camera angle where the camera is attached to the F1 yeah. or you know, the over-the-shoulder kind of shot mm-hmm. on him. And you, know, you see that in F1 all the time, but with the score and the narration, mm-hmm. it's so engrossing. Just that epitomizes how much I love this film. So, uh, I, I mean, we were already talking about yeah. it. If you want to, you know, listen to us talk about it, go, go back to episode eight. But again, <laughs> no, but I highly recommend it. You know, watch it. It's a really good film. I mean, even if it's a documentary, I think it is a good film. That's why I already put it in my top five. Um, all right, James, so you go for your number four. Okay, then. my number four uh, is Ariati. Oh, studio, really? Studio Ghibli film. Like, uh, so... You, that's surprising to me. Right, uh, that's surprising. Like... Oh, when we reviewed it on a show, and right. we, we said that we mentioned problems that we had right. with it. We thought that maybe the we said the story wasn't as great as it could, could have been. But when really, what I do remember was just how amazing it looks still, and so that's why in over the films that I've actually seen this year, you have to remember <laughs> no, that's why you, I got. You in there. Quite I do think it's, it's a good film, right? Um, and. It looked amazing, so that's why I wanted to put it in my top five. Okay. Four. I mean, yeah, again, and uh, we reviewed, reviewed that in episode four, uh, Ariati, so if you want to... Is that think... episode four? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah, episode three was Transformers, so yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so episode four, so if you want to go and listen to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking for four, mm-hmm. uh, my number four is uh, Bridesmaids. Okay. Um, yeah, it's the comedy with Christian Stewart. Mm-hmm. It's the Judd Apatow produced film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just really... I really... I mean, because you, James and I watched this in the cinema... And we just could not stop laughing. That was like one of the best times. <laughs> it was one of the best times I had the cinema in the year because yeah. I actually it was. Mm-hmm. It was nice to have a, you know watch a film with a friend and as a comedy, and it was actually funny as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, when you get that combination, it works so well. And uh, I think this year, I mean, some of the jokes that it came through, like the car scene when she's trying to get Chris O'Dowd to pay attention. Yeah, like I won't say any more than that, but that was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a really that just made me. <laughs> that was so inventive. It was such a guy humor as well. Yeah, it's very like even if girls done it, it was so funny that mm-hmm. girl done that. Mm-hmm. That made it even funnier. Um, so yeah, again, we reviewed that. Done that <laughs> in, uh, we done that in episode two, but you know, tough shit. You know, uh, <laughs> fuck. I mean, I'm not gonna talk about it again, am I? If you, especially if you heard episode two already, do you want me to waste your time? No, exactly. So, uh, fuck off. Anyway, episode, so go for your number three, James. My number three is Thor, 
Mm. A film? Thor? Really? Yes, it is. Uh, we didn't review Thor, but we did talk about it, didn't we? Yeah, we talked about it in the uh, first episode. I mean, I get, oh yeah, that's the other thing. We'll review, we'll make this our summer part two review as well. In a way, because I'll mention some of the summer films. Okay, so, yeah, cool. Like in the mentions. Did you see Thor? Yes, of course. Uh, so, I, so I picked Thor because I thought it was fun. Um, yeah. I did like it, and I was comparing it to... Uh, really, when I was when I was when I was coming up with my list, I was, I wrote down I was I saw Thor, and I remember I saw X Men. I was like, Thor compared to X Men, really. Even though Thor isn't, I'm not gonna. It's not the greatest film in no. the world, but it's just. I think the fact that it doesn't take itself seriously and you you can have fun watching it right. is what makes me think I could watch it again, uh, and anything like that. No, that's fair enough. I personally, I thought it was really like first of all, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I liked the humor yeah. and everything, but the second time I watched it, I thought it was a really average film. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely thought it's average. Like no, I thought everyone performed well. Chris yeah. Hemsworth was really good. Uh-huh. Anthony Hopkins was good. Loki was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing against that. It's just it never tried to exceed my expectations or mm-hmm. exceed its own, and that's what disappointed me. It was just like even X Men. Like, I know it's trying to be great and everything, but I thought it had some ideas to try to push. Yeah. But some ideas are completely fucked up, mm-hmm. a.k.a. race. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we reviewed X-Men, so you that was our first episode, so yeah. you can um, take a listen to that, you fucker. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, like, personally, yeah, I was not a fan. Like, I mean, I, I, was, I thought it was okay, it's watchable, but no more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, my number three, then, mm-hmm. is... Uh, the Gorvaminsky directed film with Johnny Depp starring in it, Rango. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I watched it a couple of days ago. Not all of it, but I watched it a couple of days ago. It's just, it is so good. It's got a perfect uh, mesh of uh, the western and the comedy and mm-hmm. the detectiveness and uh, the character quest as well. Because Rango, the fact that he makes. His name, Rango. He, he's nameless, really. Yeah. He just says his name, Rango, during the film. He mm-hmm. finds it through a bottle. And that's what makes it awesome. And then, you know, you really do realise that this guy was a completely blank slate and he didn't mm-hmm. really exist before this. And yeah. you're, you're discovering him through the film. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really awesome. And, you know, again, the, it's probably the best animation I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Best character design I've ever seen. Yep. Like, and they, I think they got, like, someone to actually... Uh, consult on cinematography yeah. so as a look as a film as it looked it looked amazing and that's mm-hmm. why it had the mesh of real, realism to mm-hmm. it as well like the texture uh, but overall it's just a fun film funny and it's a funny film the action's amazing it's uh, on a personal level I think it fulfills itself as well it, it, it works for kids as well actually I don't think it works for kids I think it's too much for kids mm-hmm. I personally think it's a bit too much for kids Like I don't think they can get it but um Cussing a few kids out there. Kids are too dumb to watch Rango. Fucking retarded, man. <laughs> Fucking retarded. I mean, all they do is play Call of Duty and whatnot. Yeah, yeah you, you should see my cousin. He went to Pakistan. And all he used to do... And he's 13 years old, right? Mm-hmm. All he did here at home was uh, play games. That's what he did. That's his only skill in life. Yeah. Like, he has no social skills. <laughs> and, like, uh, my family members tried to take him out in Pakistan to yeah. all these nice places. Yeah. And he just couldn't take it after like four weeks so like, stop taking you to places shitty places like this like take my horse riding man I want to go horse riding <laughs> but I'll probably kill the horse yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I need a big horse yeah they need a big horse so um, uh, yeah so I was kind of 
Yeah, so I mean, so uh, that's why I think he's a fucking idiot. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so that's Rango. What about you then, Jane? You're number uh, two. My number two is a film that's already been mentioned uh, by you. Okay. And it's Senna. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. wow. So. Uh, <laughs> You don't watch any films. I'm just gonna say it's like it sounds like you haven't watched any films. I'm pretty I, sure. Yeah, you I'll show you the list of films that I've watched this year. Okay, um, and you'll see, and, and you'll see oh, that came out this year. I mean, yeah, and yeah, You'll yeah. see why these are. But obviously, last when was it the reviews? Senna was it two weeks ago? Or yeah, two week? weeks ago. Uh, like I said, great film. Um, not as documentary as I yeah. thought it was going to be, but I was still entertained and gripped. So, I'm, so that's why it's my number two. That's it. Yeah, so fair enough. Okay, two. so my number two is. Uh, Fast Five, then. <laughs> uh, I, dude, I actually love this film. Like, I'm just thinking about it. Like, out of all the summer, this is a film that really felt like summer to me. Like, that film mm-hmm. was the true definition of summer. In the sense, like, if I go out with my friends mm-hmm. and I'm having a good time, it has shitty, cheesy jokes. But it has mm-hmm. that nostalgia value of what an 80s film or a 90s action film is. Yeah. You know, it's set, but it just doesn't have an electric solo playing in the back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, uh, but other than that, it's completely, it has that exact feel. Mm-hmm. You have The Rock just on sweating fire. Like, that guy was per- perspiring in a way that, uh, would en- make other people envious. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, you know an actor's good when he's sweating, as in that, just enthralling. I mean, he, he was trying to pull off the Tommy Lee Jones of The Fugitive yeah. and just be badass, mm-hmm. and it worked, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the lines he put on mm-hmm. and the fight he had with Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. it was just completely awesome. And, you know, he had the hot chicks who couldn't act, which really worked. I mean, we talked about it in, some, in our first episode yeah. anyway. Uh, but for me, you know, just talking about overall, like, just a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. it is, that's what it is. It's amazing action. Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- hilariously awful, but awesome quotes yeah. at the same time. Characters, these awesome, yeah, shitty 2D characters. But that's what I want from my summer films, and it mm-hmm. delivered in that sense. And mm-hmm. uh, that's all I asked. Okay. And that's all it gave me. <laughs> so for me, that's why I put it as my second film of the year. Mm-hmm. James, what's your number? So my number one film oh. of the year is. Limitless. Really? No, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm, I'm, joking, like, what? I'm joking. What? Limitless is shit. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, my number one film was Bridesmaids. Ooh. Yes. Oh, very funny film mentioned by Ali already. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised you haven't got any films at four out of four. So you, you'd be a tough. Critic. I, haven't got, I haven't got any four out of four films. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. It's just like it's. Uh, yeah. You haven't had any. Uh, you know. It's funny enough. Like I mean, we talk. Okay, so we talk about bridesmaid anyway. Yeah. But, uh, you know, funny enough for me, like um, you know, some of the films. Actually, yeah. Like, Fast Five, I'd still give it a 3 out of 4. Yeah. Yeah, Rango, I'll give 4 out of 4. Yeah. <laughs> so then I give it 4 out of 4, but it's just more about, like, I know what's a better film. Yeah, like, Rango exactly. is a better film, mm-hmm. but it's something what I can enjoy, the enjoyment I get out of it, mm-hmm. the feeling. is something, it's, it's, you know, like, if I'm being objective, like, I know what score I'd give each, but if I'm being subjective, yeah, this is this is my list, list of subjectivity. To be fair to you, though, you do hand out 4s. Like for fun, fuck so off. many fours. Fuck where? Go on your Twitter. It's like four, four, yeah, four, like, oh, okay, four, okay. four, three, four. I, wait, <laughs> I know I see that, but what films you're The Phantom Menace four. You're like, <laughs> I do Phantom Menace for like ten years. But second of all, right? Uh, the, the other thing is that I don't even like uh, the fours I even give it to are films that actually are. I usually end up watching classics. Mm-hmm. Like, I, what do you want me to do for watch a classic? 
Oh, what the fuck do you want me to do? It's called film criticism. You're supposed to be more of a critic. Have you oh. seen a Simpsons episode where Homer's a food critic and all the critics oh, yeah. tell him to be harsher? It should be like that. <laughs> no, but like that's who I am. I, I enjoy. I try to enjoy as much as I can about films. I, I probably would say I review films quite high, but no, I've bashed some films quite eagerly. You know, like. Uh, I mean, I gave Transformers 3 a 1.5. I gave a... Ooh, a 1.5. Could have gone harsher. Zero. <laughs> zero. No, I enjoy some of the action, so what do you want me to do? Give it a zero. <laughs> so what's your number one? Uh, my number one... I can't recall if it actually was 2011, but it came out... You know, it did come out in 2011, yeah. So uh, I don't know why I said that. But anyway, it's uh, I Saw the Devil, which is a, a Korean film. Okay. Right, and... Uh, yeah, it's got the guy from... Uh, it's the guy who directed... Uh, God, from The Good, The Bad and The Weird. Mm-hmm. Another current film. And mm-hmm. it's got... I can't, I can't pronounce the names. But basically, they got one of the guy... He, they got the evil guy from The Good, Bad and The Weird. Mm-hmm. And they got the, the hero from Old Boy. Mm-hmm. And the story is... Basically, the Old Boy actor... Uh, is a rape serial killer rape... No, he's a serial killer... Who usually picks up... Who tries to... Who uh, picks up women... And, you know, he, he first he pretends to be nice to them and everything, then yeah. he, takes, he pretends to give him a lift, and then he eventually kills him in a very horrific manner. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, the hero gets captured into this, and it's not really spoilers starting with the film. But, uh, actually, no, I think, watch I Saw the Devil, I won't tell you this to tell this story, cause, but basically, the, the cop starts chasing him down, and this yeah. kind of mouse, like, he captures him, and he tortures him yeah. and he lets him go and then he captures again just yeah. out of the fun yeah. and like to really make him feel of like a, the, the villain of yeah. victim and he's so gory mm-hmm. and he's so dark mm-hmm. but and but that's what I enjoy about it like this point where the violence is so extreme that you actually start laughing yeah. like that's how insane it gets mm-hmm. like these characters like the game pushed to the limits it is so explicit but I mean the thing is it put I mean a lot of people said it's not uh, it doesn't say anything, but I think it does. I think it shows you the limits of what a human being can do. Yeah. In terms of how dark they can get. Yeah. Um, even if you're a good guy, like how dark he good he got by torturing him. Yeah. And you know how dark the character originally, you know, the villain was, by what he does to his victims. Yeah. And you know that's pushing that psyche and uh, was quite disturbing. I mean, this is probably one of the few films I've seen where they really push the limits of what mm-hmm. what a human being can do, in the film, <coughs> and it really fucks my brain up. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I overall just action-wise, it's amazing. It's overall just completely immersive. Like I really, you know, I, I my heart is pumping all the way. Really, that's mm-hmm. it. And yeah, yeah, again, like some of the camera shots in this are awesome. Like really, if you really enjoy films, I just say look out for this film. It's hopefully coming out in DVD soon uh, or Blu-ray. I don't know. Actually, uh, in America came out. In America came out on a. On a video streaming, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it came out on video streaming here, but I downloaded it. I won't lie about that because there's no other way you could have got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you I, bastard. I'm bastard. Actually, the, you can get it on uh, Yes Asia, the Korean yeah. film film. Well, I didn't download it. Not but, need people like you <laughs> fucking up their profits. Yeah, but the other thing was I didn't actually download it. My friend did. So. Oh yeah, well, you're right. It wasn't me that murdered them. It was my friend. He's just like your not. girlfriend. Then, well, yeah. like I said, she had a good reason. <laughs> yeah, good reason. But, uh, yeah, so for me, uh, just 
amazing. Like, I really think anyone should watch it, even if you don't like this kind of the explicit nature. Mm-hmm. I think it will twist your DNA in a darker way, but in a, but still, it really is awesome. So, um, oh yeah. So, uh, do you want to give any mentions then? Uh, basically, well, I just want to men- mention uh, one thing. I think I should mention is that. I saw Attack the Block and did not deem it worthy to get into my top five because yeah. I don't think it's as that good, though a lot of people do like Which it. Which I still don't get, yeah. like how it We works. mentioned this last week. I know, I know, I know, but I just still don't get it. <laughs> like, I want to speak to these people and tell me, convince me, how Attack the Block is this magical film. It has, a lo- it has good bits about it, but no, I got, get way like, distracted by the shit. You know, I enjoyed the film when I watched it, but I don't think it was this masterpiece that yeah. people, or this cult, you know, awesomeness. Really, I don't think it was. And one other thing I'd like to mention, I did call Limitless shit earlier, but I also do love Limitless in there because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's an awesomely popcorn film because <laughs> I mentioned it as well. I have it as a mention. Uh, <laughs> you know, I also mentioned uh, Captain America. Okay. Yeah. For me, I, I really enjoy that film. Uh, but I don't think it will... Personally, for me, I don't think I'll ever revisit it as much as the top five films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I held it in the mentions. Same with Harry Potter. Yeah. I thought it was an awesome film when I watched it, but I genuinely don't think I'll go back and watch it again and again, like, again, the top five. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention The Fighter, even though it came out in the UK in 2011, and I watched it in 2011. Okay. Um... In, I know it came in the US in 2010 yeah, so I feel like it, I feel like it's a 20 I feel like it's a 2010 film mm-hmm. but I just thought I don't forget as a Brett yeah. that it did come out uh, so obviously I did you, you and I mentioned Limitless the other film I just want to mention quickly is then uh, Screen 4 okay. like I just had a lot of fun with it mm-hmm. I thought it was just really just an enjoyable popcorn film uh, it was funny but not laugh out loud funny it was mm-hmm. just amusing uh, other than that I don't think there's uh, it's been overall so far what do you think the year been like James uh, I think it's been okay I don't mm. think it's been any great great films right um, though and I don't really know what I'm looking forward to in the future what's <laughs> happened I don't know what the second half of the year hasn't excited me so yeah. far but I maybe it's because I'm forgetting things I'm not sure yeah I mean I mean to be honest we haven't seen first of all we haven't seen a lot of films in summer I mean if in 2011 right yeah. like uh, I haven't seen Super 8 yet yeah uh, you know well, I haven't seen Cabo seen any but mm-hmm. I wouldn't I think they would get into my top yeah. 5 yeah. Um, I mean I'm pretty sure I've missed out some others but oh, oh yeah the comedy's horrible bosses yeah. you missed out uh, what was the other one? Bad teacher. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, but I think I think the year has been mediocre for me personally. Yeah. Uh, I think I know like like there are a lot of good films, but I think like a true and true classic through Hollywood anyway. At least yeah. like through Hollywood, I have been slightly you know like there hasn't been that kind of film that's really changed in the world. I mean, no, mm-hmm. like, you know, Rise of Honey Apes is good for itself. But like uh, you know, like Inception last year. I, yeah. Even though I don't love Inception, yeah. but when it came out, it really was a talking point for the mm-hmm. summer films. Yeah. This year, there hasn't been a talking point with summer yeah. films, in my opinion. There hasn't been where I go around and talk to my friends and say, "Oh my god, have you seen this?" Yeah. Whereas everyone last year did say the same thing about Inception. Like everyone was saying, "Have you seen yeah. that film?" And you know, that's that was really good. You know, I thought. That was awesome. Yeah, in 2009, you had District 9. Even though I'm not a fan of it, but people talked about it. Uh, Inglourious Bastards, you know, my, my favourite film of all time, as we don't forget. <laughs> so but, you, you, 
Inglourious Bus is your favourite film of all time, but you don't like District 9. Yeah, so? I know. What's I'd... wrong with District 9? Fuck, I don't want to talk about it now, James. I mean, like, we'll talk about it some other time. Uh, but it's just like, anyways, I just, just it's really, it was just you're slow. You're just slow. an arsehole. Fuck off. You're the one who uh, didn't want, you didn't invite me in between us. Because I've got friends that aren't you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to cry here, but I don't give a fuck, really. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so, okay, so I think that's our top five of the year. I really hope you enjoyed it. I think I'm just going to quickly lay off the uh, whole, uh, what was I going to say? The, oh, yeah, the email and stuff. So, uh, so you, first of all, you can go to our blog, theump.blogspot.com. Yeah. Uh, you can email us at theump at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter at Broken Engineer and James at Nostro Jamez, mm-hmm. which is in between with an underscore. Right? Yeah, there's no underscore. There's no underscore. No underscore. Whoops. <laughs> uh, so this is just Nostradamus. Uh, uh, well, Alex and Niffy are kind of busy right now, but um, if you ever want to talk to Alex, uh, if he, Alex is uh, at Alec Nick, and if he is at I Ahmed seven eight six. Um, anything else I want to mention? Oh yeah. So I'm doing the whole photography thing still. It's uh, my blog spot is behind the. Hivemind.blogspot.com mm-hmm. uh, James, are you still doing films that black people like? Uh, you know, when it comes up, when <laughs> a black person comes up to me and tells me a film they like, I'll record it in blog form. <laughs> films black people like. Now, has there been any recent? I haven't checked it lately. Um, I can't remember. I cannot remember. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> so we're leaving on a high note of uh, lacking decent memory. Yes! Over! This might be under an hour as well. No, I think it's just an hour, but um, but we've cut it down. Yeah, we cut it down three hours to an hour. Yeah, doing yeah. you a favor. Yeah, we're doing everyone a favor, including myself. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, you know, uh, I gotta say, just want to end it off. Know that you know we've done ten episodes. I know yeah. you haven't been quite a few of them, but like you know, it's but cool. I've been at the best ones. But <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, like overall, I thought you know, like I'm kind of like I gotta say, it's pretty awesome, you know, to mm-hmm. get to ten episodes yeah. and uh, it's a milestone, man. It is a milestone. I it mean. I think next one we should celebrate is 25. I think that's kind of fair. Which is what? Episode 25 we should celebrate. You know, that's a kind of oh, okay, like yeah. Silver Jubilee kind of thing oh, going yeah. on. So, uh-huh. so uh, I don't know if we'll get to 25. <laughs> but hopefully if we do, that'll be pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, so I hope you guys keep on listening. Even though you've been dropping in <laughs> readership. No, listenership. they back? N- not all of them. But they're coming back. Okay, slowly. they're coming back slowly. Yeah, yeah, so... so uh, yeah, slow burn. But I think it's because we're making sure, so okay. people are okay with that. And so sexier, not. shorter and sexier. Yeah, you cunt. <laughs> That's not sexy. No? No. No, no. no but sexy is like... Oh, yeah. If you let the up, come back next week, because we're going to be right in your pussy. Hello. (laughs) It's not fucking pussy.
Shit, we're not possible. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Is that fucking pussy? <laughs>